love Joy actually. <laughs> anyway, anyway, here we are again, listener. We've got beer. Yay! <laughs> Except, wait a minute. Oh God, did I really? Wow, that's quite fizzy. What's, what's this beer that you've given me? I mean, I can't help but noticing it says uh, alcohol-free on it. Jeez. If we're going to do a Hindu every week, we well, can't yeah, be. We, uh, can't. we can't constantly be drinking. Yeah, I mean, it, we're recording this in January, listeners. So obviously, you know, that's we're all the dry thing. January. Everyone makes themselves even more miserable than they already are by deciding to not drink as well. Oh, so cheers, cheers with our alcohol-free beer. Cheers. This is not a bad one when alcohol-free. Uh, tweeters. Any alcohol-free beers you found that are vaguely yeah. palatable? I tried the Budweiser one, and uh, I didn't like it. But then I remembered, don't actually like Budweiser. The one <laughs> so I like, the one I like is Nanny State. Nanny State, and it's good. Oh, it tastes like, like ale. Like, yeah, it? but you see, I like that. I, like I grew up in a pub. I like, you know, it's proper real ale. This isn't bad. Yeah, it's all right. Bitburger is a good one. Bitburger, oh, Bitburger Drive is amazing, mm. actually. That I... tastes like real beer. Yes. <laughs> and it this does. is Bex Blue, which this I like. Apparently San Miguel are coming out with one that's zero, mm. which will be very exciting mm. to try. Other, <laughs> other alcohol-free beers are available. Sorry, I'm <laughs> Sorry. I was just thinking this sounds like the beginning of True Crime Garage, but it's not. Uh, it's <laughs> the beginning of Lovejoy, actually. Welcome. A podcast where we don't normally talk about beer, because I mean, we're normally I... drinking wine. wine. I mean, I couldn't not drink for more than a month, if I'm honest. This is a bit... Well, I don't know. I think if I if I break the three weeks, then I'm normally fine. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like I've constantly had one glass but, of wine. But it's also isn't but it, would you want to discuss alcohol issues? That we may <laughs> yes. or may not have. But I mean, you can tweet as your alcohol. Yeah, issues, I mean, and we, you know, sharing sharing is caring. Yeah. No, no, uh, Tinker gets in touch. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say we can't we can't not talk about alcohol really in a podcast about Lovejoy. Yes, no, that's, that's true. Great. So we're not Lovejoy actually. Um, I'm Helen. I'm Paul. And I'm M. Um, and this is a podcast about Lovejoy, which sounds like a Hindu. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> and we can have that as our tagline from now on. I, like I think so. I like it. I'm it's quite a good pleased tagline. with it. It's, I am. It's, and it's come from. I was going to say it's come from the fans. Yeah. Well, not quite. Oh, it's, but it's, come, it's come from, it's from the come uh, from the internet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you are on what I believe is called the internet, the World Wide <laughs> Web, the information superhighway, well, yeah, out of Arpanet, if you've been, been, if you've been, we've in <laughs> you've been surfing the net recently, listener, please do uh, rate, review, and subscribe. That's how other people who love Lovejoy just as much as you do can find you, and you can all band together in a huge army of Lovejoy lovers. Uh, uh, yeah, Lovejoy lovers. Yeah, at yeah. Lovejoy Apod. Lovejoy Apod, and we, uh, we're but, on Twitter a lot. Yeah, please join us on Twitter, because that's Twitter's where all the, the yeah. heavy conversation is going down. I mean, heavy and light. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Fairly light. Fa- fairly light. Uh, if we're honest, it's about a comedy drama from the BBC. So it's Nin- not early a, 90s comedy drama. Not as hard-hitting as it could be. So um, so I actually have a correction for Corrections Corner oh, oh. as a result of the episode that we are about to discuss. Mm. Uh, which is Series 2, Episode 8, Sugar and Spice. Mm. Who wrote it? Um, don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I'll, I'll cut that in later, listener. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's Future M here again. And I'm here to tell you that there were two writers for this episode of Lovejoy. Steve Coombs. And Dave Robinson, the director, was Baz Taylor. Goodbye. Because the whole way through... Yeah, the, the IMDb doesn't tell you properly. Um, Polly, you'll know this. Mm. At any point do we have a woman directing or writing? I don't know that. Yeah. I don't think, but possibly because I don't think we do. Yeah. Um, But Mm. my, my correction is that way, way back when we first met 
um, Kate, as she was then called, mm. she's now about to be called Vicky, um, his daughter Kate, you guys asked me, do we ever meet her mum? And I said yes, but not until series three. <gasps> and oh. I got that wrong. I knew we did meet her mum, but we actually meet her mum in this episode. Yes, we're we about do. to meet her. I've got a lot series to two. say about it. Oh, so do I. <laughs> and in terms of a summary, I've decided not to read the any of the good summaries because they reveal something which I didn't get so which I basically didn't understand this episode at all so um, we're, we're back back to form <laughs> back, back to usual back to me just not getting it but the, the, the summary that I found um, is actually just a completely incorrect it's just like the Google one Lovejoy faces a moral dilemma when a teenage girl wants to purchase a set of erotic drawings. That's completely That's wrong. That's wrong. She doesn't purchase. She wants to, no, she sell. Wants to sell. She wants to sell them. So, Lovejoy faces a moral, moral dilemma when a teenage girl wants to sell a set of erotic drawings. That still doesn't really tell you anything. But and it's, it's, not you, really moral, it's not really a moral dilemma. It's not really a moral dilemma. He wants to get involved and kind of find out what's I going on. he wants to help her... Yeah. Um, but so, I don't know whether that's I don't think he moral. has a problem with selling them either because he recognises we can have an interesting lovely. we can have yeah. a discussion later about what is art and what is yeah. you know, filth where's the lines between art and filth <laughs> But this episode does involve teenage girls and it does involve erotic drawings. It does. I so, shall re- we begin? I really, really enjoyed it, but I got the feeling that you two were like. Oh, I was I just a bit really like, what like the hell it. is going on? And I, like, I just didn't. It was all right. I felt like it went on a bit. Oh, I, don't, I, I don't know why. I really, really. Maybe it'll come out as we talk. I really enjoyed it. I really, I, really we did. We found out a lot about Lovejoy and mm. it raised. More questions yeah. than it answers. Yeah. yeah. And it was, yeah, it was really interesting from that point of view, from the Lovejoy geekdom point of yeah. view. Yeah. It was interesting. Because as you say, we meet Susan, the ex-wife, we and we found out they were married for 11 years. And which is freaking ages. Which is ages. And they, but they also seem to be on really good terms. And the yeah. implication from earlier on, and she's nice. Yeah. And something I've written, I'm sure is probably mm-hmm. what Em's about to say, she is basically Lady Jane. She he is! Has a type. She's identical. He has a type. And, and she's, she's not too different from Lady Jane. She's the same, except she's a bit, I think because she's a bit older, she's a bit more uptight. She's Lady Jane yeah. without that sort of slightly more carefree. And but, she's, she's quite sort of... Um, She's a bit more po-faced, which Lady Jane isn't. But she does kind of put up with Lovejoy's... Antics, and she's kind yeah. of quite sort of like, oh, you, oh, Lovejoy. Yeah, just, you can see oh, how you. they, you, you can know. see how they sort of bonded. Yeah, how, how they got on. But so we find, so basically, Lovejoy is preparing to go to his daughter Vicky. So, and as Paul's already mentioned, his daughter's transformed from Kate to Vicky. The actress has yeah. changed, and so has the name. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, his daughter Vicky's having her parents' day at school. So Lovejoy's independent to school. Yeah, which, all girls yes. independent which, school, which he great. pays the fees for. So no wonder he's always perpetually skinned. Yeah. So we find out that Susan doesn't really go to the parents' day. So Lovejoy's going, and Jane's going to go with him, just I guess for company or whatever. Um, and we also find out, and she's like, "Oh, do you think it's appropriate, Lovejoy, for me to come with you, so Lady Jane?" And um, Lovejoy says, "Oh, yeah, it's fine. Vicky adores you." Yeah. Like, How does she adore Lady somebody Jane? that? Yeah. She's... I mean, do, do they know each other well? Does Vicky yeah. visit? Well, often? it appears like they do. Like a goddaughter I mean, relationship almost. Yeah. I mean, they seem to. They, they seem Lovejoy to know each other to have quite a close well. friendship, and she obviously comes to visit him a lot. But we never, we've never mm. seen this. We know, and not only have we not seen it, we've not heard anything about it up until now. Which is yeah. quite I mean, Lovejoy and his daughter are quite close, and that carries mm. on through all of the series, even in series six when she's very much a grown woman. Yeah. They're carrying that on. And then in the oh, last series nice. where actually he should have been doing something else, but he, he said, no, no, I'm going to meet my daughter, so yeah. I am going to go and meet my he daughter. He is a good yeah. dad. He is oh, actually yeah. a, good, yeah. a good dad, even though it, they're separated, which I thought which, was quite... 
And it also raised an interesting point for me, because actually when you think of Lovejoy as a father, and then you think about the way that he treats women, which is not always the best mm, way. I was no. like, it's interesting that he treats women that way when he has a daughter, a teenage daughter, yeah. who he has a close he relationship with. He treats his daughter with. with a lot of respect, exactly. actually. For, you know. I'm not saying he's disrespectful towards women, but I mean, no, in the last but... episode particularly, he was very open, like, oh, I just want to have flings, I just want to have fun. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, which is fine. Which is Nothing respectful in a way, that. because he is open, actually. He is open. He doesn't string women on. He's not dishonest. No, that's true. That's true. What are he particularly... I'm going to go Go on. off this and on to the fact that um, Eric is on a course of self-improvement yes. he's, he's gone from art. Eric the to now Eric the artist this is why I like Eric because he's constantly moving forward and looking to the future and he's trying really hard Aww. to learn Bless and he him. cares about learning stuff you know there's a lot of social commentary in this as well yeah. though because he seems to get on quite well with Vicky and Vicky there's almost they an technically in- meant to be not exactly the same age, but isn't he meant he's to be a few sort of years old? 19, 20, 20, yeah. He's meant to be Even younger. though he's clearly 36. He's, he's a polytechnic <laughs> dropout, so he's mm. meant to be fairly young. And there she sort of looks up to him as the, She's the like older bad boy biker yeah, yeah. guy, doesn't she oh, really? Oh, God, I fancy him so much. But you, <laughs> but you find out that there's some really interesting social commentary in that the implication is she's at this independent school and has all the uh, the world at her mm. feet, basically. Yeah, and he, yeah. he says, well, I was at this dodgy comp and basically that's I'd, why yeah, I went... Yeah, so I wouldn't even go near it now. It's really scary. Yeah. And he said, you know, I went to a polytechnic. Oh, if you went to this local school, you wouldn't go to a polytechnic from there. You'd yeah. go to this place. And, and it was a really interesting mm. comment. And it's still the case. We're still having these, yeah, again, still, these arguments yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly the same. You know, about opportunities and different... Uh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And and she obviously didn't appreciate hers. I mean, her school looked awful, to be quite honest. <laughs> it, it just quite looked... enjoyed it. Oh, well, I suppose it's because I've never been anywhere like that. I mean, this episode is based quite a lot around the school. I, I it loved is, the school. And it was good. In fact, maybe this is why I enjoyed it so much because for me, it was like a glimpse into something that is so remote, whereas, so far away. Whereas I've never I, been anywhere. Like whereas that. I, I got PTSD. <laughs> Well, was like, like, <laughs> luckily I wasn't at a private school. It was a girls' school. I suppose there was a certain element of yeah. similarity. So, so yeah. So we find so basically they're, they're preparing to go to the parents' day, but actually before they go, someone uh, this woman comes in with to trying to sell Lovejoy some prints, and she's meant to be a. Te- he's like, oh, why are you saying you're just a teenager? And I was looking at the actress going, you know, like a teenager to me. I don't know. It's that thing, though, me. isn't it? I think when you're on the cusp of like. 17, 18, you can make yourself quite easily look Mm. like you're 23, 24. Particularly when the actress playing you is clearly 25. (laughs) I mean, so she comes in with these prints that are like fuselies. I don't think he's a real person. He is, I looked him up. Isn't he the guy who did The Nightmare? Yes, he is. I think he did The Nightmare as well. Unless it's whether it's meant to be the The same one. The one where the guy is in bed. And there's oh, the yes, goblin yeah, yeah, squatting yeah, yeah. on the chest, oh. and the horse yeah, that is was coming him. through the curtain. Henry oh. Fusley. Yeah, I like, I like, I so really like him. Because it was Fusley Prince, and they like explain he's the greatest pornographer of the 18th century. Yeah. And um, Lovejoy really appreciates these drawings because they are, you know, artistically extremely um, good, and she's trying to sell them to him. But it's all a bit like. You know, it's not really clear why she's got them. She is quite young. So we don't. It's interestingly, we yeah, we don't see any of these prints in the entire mm. episode. Obviously, because it was being broadcast before the water, they would not be safe. Um, and also, the weird thing is, like, she's like, "Oh, would you be interested in buying them?" And he's like, "Oh, well, maybe I don't." He's like, "Oh, maybe I'll be interested." And then she just goes, "Oh, okay then," and leaves them there. I was quite surprised. But and then, then I, oh, well, and she says, "I'll call you." But then I, I thought, like, maybe that's probably, a mark probably of worth her quite a lot of money. Naivety that she's like, "Okay, yes. thank God, I've got them to someone who can sell them." 
I'm just going to leave, leave them there now because yeah. they're safe and I don't have to carry around this. Yeah, so that's all a bit of a weird episode, a weird you know moment. Um, anyway, then then they go. Then we go to the parents. But they immediately start detecting from the get go because when she leaves Lovejoy Antiques, Eric and Lovejoy go outside, and Lovejoy said to her something like, "How did you get here?" And she goes, and she she says, on the train." Didn't yeah. She? And because uh, he's like, oh, she hasn't got a car. Oh, okay. I'm like, why do you care how she got there? He's he must have something twitched in his head of like. He thinks he's a this is a bit weird. He? But also, I think he does care. I mean, also, if you think about the relationship he has with his daughter, there is a quite like a, a touching paternal, element yeah. of this sort of paternal. And again, you see that in later episodes, way way out in series six. Uh, Julia Swala has a guest appearance in series oh, six. I love, I love Julia Swala, and she's she is trying to flirt with him, and he basically puts her jumper uh, cardigan back on and says, "I've got one like you at home." And she says, "What?" And he says, "A daughter." And oh, he won't. He will not accept this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll come we'll come to yeah. that later. But it, it's um, that's interesting because yeah. I I say I was thinking like, oh, it's a bit weird that he you know, has a daughter and then treats women sometimes in a bit of a questionable way. But obviously he does have limits, which, yeah. is, which is good to know. Did When Teenage Polly was watching this, was she like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we go to Parents' Day. I mean, and this is, a, is at a private school, as we said, an independent school. I, because I didn't go to a private school, is it, and we didn't have Parents' Day. I mean, is this something, did you have Parents' yeah, Day? Yeah, well, so it, it seemed very, so I, I went to a private school in sixth form, so it was mm. a bit different, but at the beginning, they have this thing with all the different tents, and children have put their artwork up, and their oh, cakes. Nice. We had a bit, bit like that. In the summer, we had a Parents' Day, and you had the little sort of speech day element, you got prizes and that, but people showed stuff off. So yeah. the art, and you could go and watch the cricket team playing, and you oh. could go and watch, you know, all of that. Oh, it was so a showcase. It's and again, nice, isn't But it? again, because it was a boarding school, and the idea is if you're at a normal school, yeah. parents can come to things as and when. If you're well, at a boarding true, school, actually. you only you really have the opportunity can't. when you're picking up your kids. Because oh, That's really interesting, because then the, board, the school itself, the boarding school, has got much more control over oh, yeah. how it appears and how yeah. it communicates its yeah. vision as it were what I discovered about parents days because I didn't really know much about I learned a lot about parents days from this episode is they have booze which I thought yeah, was yeah at some point someone shout was it Lovejoy says they've got pimps yeah and then, how do I get over and there and then Lady <laughs> says why else would anyone come to third form arts and crafts <laughs> I say I don't think ours had booze because my only memory of our parents' day was making a cup of tea for Pierce Brosnan. So we didn't have booze. We had, we had cups of tea. How have I known you for like seven years? And I, I must didn't have know told that you that before. I made a cup of tea. I didn't know you made tea for t- Pierce Brosnan because he's right. Son, his Stop son was, podcast. His son was <laughs> and he was it, he nice. Yeah, he was lovely. He said thank you and he smiled at me and I went away. And I was a prefect, so I was sort of waiting on all these posh parents and asking them if I could wow. get them anything I got Piers Brosnan a cup of tea interesting he was very nice again Aww. shorter than you would imagine him to be well as we've discussed but not as short as Ian McShane as we've discussed people who look good on film but he was James Bond at the time so it was very oh, cool. oh, it was, yeah. as in not not in that yeah, yeah, yeah. he was introducing James Bond <laughs> at your as in, oh as in he was a well known actor if I was trying because... to make him a cup of tea I would have been like Mrs O. <laughs> I was, a, I was a little bit like Mrs. Over, a, a little bit like Mrs. Overall. Uh, I was quite excited, and well, I, think, I think I sort of skipped off, and I was doing that thing of I must walk, I must walk normally, I mustn't be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so my cool. god! So we don't 
didn't see any famous but we didn't parents in unfortunately. Um, and we do see lots of pushy, there's some great moments like, you know, where some parent comes over to Lodge and say, excuse me, you're obscuring Lavinia's still life. And it's <laughs> I like, like some, Lavinia. Some scrawl on the thing. <laughs> oh, and Lady Jane is adorable. Lady Jane says, oh, that's lovely, Lavinia. Well done. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. was, that was all, ver- the parents in it were very yeah, accurate, yeah. I have to say. They got it spot on. <laughs> Either the writer, director, somebody must have been to this sort of a public mm. school because, yeah. They were spot. It was on. very well observed. Yeah. Um, and then we, but we do meet one of the other parents who is maybe famous in his own way, Mr. Harrington Morse. He was good for who him. owns a sofa bed company. Yes, I liked him. Um, so he was meet trying Harrington to get everyone Morses. to put a sofa bed in, including like Jane and yeah. Or oh, is that sofa beds are like the revolution? Like imagine that bed in your spare room is just taking up all that space. You well, don't need true. it. I mean, it's, it's true. true. I mean, to be and fair, it's true. I am it's thinking about getting a sofa bed for my spare room. So I mean, I've got one in mind. He's got a point. He's got a point, but um, yeah. And they, they, there's a good moment as well where the, the Harrington Morses are meeting Lovejoy and Lady Jane, and Vicky's there, and she just blurts out about oh, about prison. Lovejoy being in, being in prison. prison. Yeah. Oh yes. What do you do? And she said, "What six months for?" Yeah. yeah. What do you do? Yeah. yeah. Oh dear. Oh. And um, and then we meet the headmistress. What was her name? Hemingway. Mrs. Hemingway, and she takes Lovejoy to one side and says, oh, you know, you do realise you haven't paid the fees yet for this term. <laughs> yes, can um, you please pay us? Yeah. I'm amazed he's ever paid any fees, to be quite honest. But... And then yeah. Lady Jane is, like, chatting to Mrs. Hemingway, and she, I think, basically to try and ingratiate Lovejoy with Mrs. Hemingway, because, obviously, he hasn't paid his fees. She volunteers him to do some valuations in the school library, because yes. they've got some... I know oh, it's for insurance, nice or if it's for selling, though. It wasn't yeah. to do some valuations. Mrs. Hemingway is such a snob. Yeah, she, she is. A, she really is. Utter snob. She she puts someone's well, not well, life in danger, her. but she puts she puts someone in a. She could have, she could have looked after her pupils better. She's got a softer and side, and yeah. I think she believes that she's doing the, the right, right thing. thing. But she's one of those old school. Uh, kind of be cruel to be kind type yeah. women, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had teachers like that. Yeah. Mm. So that so he so he's in the library looking at the stuff and then we see a girl. Now this is where this is why I got really confused, ladies, because we meet Khadija, who's one of the pupils at the school, and she's found coming out of the mistress's library where she shouldn't be, or trying yeah. to go into it or something. We learn she, obviously she's from she a wealthy family, a the... daughter of a You know why? Because they keep porn in there. <laughs> well, well, we, well, at the time we obviously we're not. And but also because well, I mean, did you guys notice that it was the same girl who had bought the prints? I yes. I knew it so was. I yeah. only did not notice of the plot and what it reminded me of really much is last time I went up home at Christmas, there used to be a pub, um, pretty much opposite my school, and they've they've not done that pub now. And I was I was I was telling someone about oh there was a pub here blah blah blah. And what I used to do was and what everyone did was when we got to year eleven year eleven listeners so we were fifteen and sixteen we weren't even seventeen and eighteen you go to school in your school uniform but under your shirt was your like band t shirt with Oasis on or whatever you have time mine had the Beatles on and then like at lunchtime or whatever you just take off that bit. You've got a black skirt, or black mini skirt on, basically, haven't yeah. you? Tights and boots, and you've got your band t-shirt. You go to pub and have a pint, like the we. And you put your lipstick on, you put your whatever on. We looked so different. We used to measure our skirts. We had to kneel down. <laughs> 
And it, if it was a certain length above the knee, they would tell you that to either get a new skirt or let it down. Did you used to do oh, that yeah, thing where you up, roll it over? Yeah, 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 so you had yeah. this huge kind of band around your waist when yeah, you rolled up the yeah, skirt. Yeah, but, but yeah. So I suppose because, because so I didn't realise so the, the, the girl that they catch in the library is the same girl who's brought the prince to oh, the previously. I didn't realise Also, that. she was the school's token non-white student. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I knew. Yeah, her sister had left. Yeah. And then uh, therefore she had now taken she up had the taken mantle. Place. I bet she's in all the perspectives. Yeah. So you can so you can see how I was very confused at this whole episode because I was like I didn't realise that that was the same girl. Although once again I thought this was a bit of a, a tick for diverse Lovejoy. I suppose it was 1992 by this point though, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. I can't remember. 1991 it was um, broadcast, but but I think there was there was not any particular. Re- it could have been a white actress playing that role. Yeah, it yeah. could have been a white family. Yeah. But um, I thought that was just an interesting casting decision. No, to it, be like, it, yeah. it was irrelevant to the plot though. There was that, there was sort of family shame that, bit, but. That, yeah. Yeah. Been in that, any, family, any posh family. Any We've just seen high profile the family. woman in the past more thing. More so, being... I think, for the family. That, maybe. Yeah, maybe. for cultural reasons that yeah. we'll talk about later. But, but I think as well it would have helped me. <laughs> so maybe I'll just read because it would have helped me if Lovejoy had like done something which would indicate it. He sort of did. Oh, his eyes followed her, didn't he? He was like, hang on well, a minute. Because she even said something like, I think it was when she said the thing about train timetables. But I don't, yes, I don't think there was enough oh, that's of right, a clue she... to the viewer because she'd kind of said... And I was like, because I, I knew it was her, I was like, why did you say that, you stupid cow? He's definitely going to know it's you now. Mm. Like, I was like, she says, oh, I was looking for the train timetables, but I just didn't get that. I've already <laughs> stolen the porn, I'm looking yeah. for train timetables. <laughs> then, then I was confused, basically, for the whole of the rest of the episode. But then we had a, mo- then we had a comic interlude where we go back to Eric. Oh. <laughs> and his artistic. His artistic, artistic I, yeah. Now, this is what I've written, listener. Eric is really learning and committed, and he looks charming in his hat. And he made a really good joke. Yeah, because so he, he thinks because he's, he's basically in an art supplies shop. And you think oh, he's yes. actually buying? I thought he was buying like paint or um, something or other because he's talking about the different colours and yeah. which artists use which colours. Um, but actually, he's buying a beret. Because artists wear berets. Bless him. <laughs> And then he like makes some terrible pun about Chuck Berry. About being an impressionist, he said, oh, oh yeah. yeah, and he goes, yeah, look, who's this? And then he just throws the hat and goes, Chuck, Chuck Berry. Berry. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and then he says, oh, I, while I'm here, I might buy some goulash. <laughs> oh, and then I've written, I, so I guess this is when it goes to the next scene, I've written, I wasn't looking at the screen because I was laughing so much and I thought... Susan was Jane, so yeah. I really oh. thought she was Frank, Jane. Frank thought Susan was Jane as well mm. because, and they were even wearing very similar clothes, similar shades. The oh. stuff, yeah, the hair, hair was yeah, similar. The well, hair was similar. The hair's a similar colour, isn't it? And I suppose um, we're supposed to make the connection, really, yeah. that he's got a tie. It was laid on a bit with a trowel, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. So then we go back to the school, and we and we see that actually Khadija's in a bit of trouble. We yeah. see that someone's harassing bloke is harassing yeah. her in the car park, saying, "When are you going to have the money for me?" Yeah. So I'll have it for you. Lovejoy rescues her. Lovejoy's very tender in this episode. Yeah, he is. Because he didn't have to do that. He could have just been like, oh. So then obviously, the thing is, right, so now I'm looking at my notes and knowing what I know, I'm like, oh yeah, actually it did make a lot of sense, but because I didn't (laughs) realise that Khadija, because then obviously then, because then Lovejoy goes, oh right, okay, hang on, this girl, you know, is in trouble, needs money, she brought the prince to me, she must have stolen them, she's lurking around the library, she she must have stolen the prince from the school. Whereas I was like, why does Lovejoy think they're from the school? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was so confused. Never join the police. 
<laughs> so basically, he took the prints back to the school, thinking they'd been stolen from their bank, bank side, the school's called or something. Mm. Uh, and she, right, she refers to it as an exclusive private school. And Miss Hemingway says they're not ours. Yeah, she denies that they're from the school, but which to me made sense. I was like, yeah, why? Why would but a school have a little porn? There must be a lot of schools, though, because there's all the debate going on at the moment about places that have been named after or have got money that came mm. out, particularly the slave trade, yeah. imperialism, all of that. And I reckon, you know, most public or a huge amount of public schools in this country are going to have been funded wholly or well, largely through people who made their money from those things, which, you know, yeah, now yeah. would be an embarrassment, but actually... Where were they going to yeah. get the money from, I guess? Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's an interesting, it's quite a timely uh, debate in a way. Yeah, and, and I think if Miss Hemingway at that point had said, thank you for returning these, let's never speak of it again. Yeah. Well, obviously, end then the, the end of episode. But yeah. by rights, that is what she should have done. But, I mean, he's a parent of, uh, you know, he's yeah. not just a random antique dealer. Exactly. Oh, he's a parent. She's got, she's got that in the back, yeah. of, back of her head as well. Like, if he tells everyone, that's it. Mm. I'm, I've mm. been trying to hide this secret. Um. And yeah, he, so when he goes to take them to the schools and then he sees out like, on the wall, it's got like all the pupils who've mm. left and it's got Khadija's sister, Aisha. Yeah. And we, so we see her. And then I thought, so that's, so that's when I kind of started to get it. And I was like, oh, was it Aisha who, who brought, brought the, the prince? prince. And, yeah. then I, and then I wrote, oh, was it Khadija? Like it t- literally took me until this point for the penny <laughs> to drop. And then it kind of made a lot more sense. We start so to we, piece it together that it's yeah. something... So she goes in... The head teacher goes into Khadija's room. Yeah. I, although I want to pause here and go off on a weird tangent because mm. Khadija's got Mel Gibson on her. A yes! Young, a youthful Mel Gibson. In her, yeah. in her... What's it called? Her room? Study. Her study, who, that's who, it. who did you have in your room? Who did, um, oh, John Lennon. Does John Lennon. And... Uh, no, just John. Depends at what point. Well, all of the Beatles. <laughs> I had Beatles. I had a Beatles poster. I had R.E.M. I was very into R.E.M. Oh, and I, I had The Clash. Had... I bet you... I know. And Anne Bronte. I would have had um, <laughs> Punt and Dennis, because I loved oh, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. So while everyone else was perfectly sensible and liked Newman and Bazeal, who were actually quite fit, I was like, oh, oh I, I like, like Punt and Dennis. And they had their own Steve show Punt. around this I still love them. Time. Oh, I love Steve Punt. We've been to see him a few times. Yeah, I like I, I saw him at the stage door. He was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was, it, this was oh, about 1999. And I had Monty Python on my wall. When, oh, when I was in I sixth form, that. I had Monty yeah. Python. I didn't have anyone cool. I had the really cute... I had, like, New Kids on the Block, was the, and then I kind of segued into, like, Take That. <laughs> yeah. And then probably Oasis. And then, oh, yeah, and then I, I had, a re- had then then I actually Oasis. had quite a crush on Jamie Redknapp. You know, oh, like, he, in, like, the mid-90s. I thought he was fit. I had no yeah. interest in football. So I definitely had him on my wall. Mark Owen. <laughs> oh, little Mark Owen. Yeah, so when I was much no younger, no one cool basically. No one went more, no one cool. <laughs> when I was much younger, when I was still in primary school, I had Philip Schofield on my wall. Oh, I love I, Philip Schofield. I found it. Philip Schofield still got it now. He is. Yeah. yeah, he's doing that really cute advert with the dog, little dog. Mm. Very, so I had him, and then I had Kylie Minogue. Oh, oh I think Kylie and Jason. Yeah, I think yeah. Kylie and Jason actually, both of them. I'm, I'm really worried. Maybe Craig McLaughlin. Forgotten well. someone that I loved, and I've uh, I've done I them a like disservice. I, I mean, I was quite fickle. I had quite. I sort of flipped from, <laughs> yeah. and I had really odd people on my wall. I had Anne Bronte. I had a little postcard of Anne Bronte so on cool. my wall. I think that's really yeah. Cool. I didn't have anyone yeah, cool. I, was I bit... didn't know about these things when I was a teenager. I didn't know about anything cool. <laughs> So. Actually, this does come in later on when the girls are talking. In that we've basically had the same conversation the girls have in yeah. the garden, but we'll come on to that. Yeah. Except that we didn't drink prosecco while we were having it when we were kids. <laughs> no, no, oh, we drank white lightning. Oh, 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 oh. oh. I was going to say Lambrini. At when least I was... Lambrini's fit. 
vaguely Prosecco. When I was 15, I was drinking 2020. It's called White Diamond or something. Oh, yeah. No, like diamond, diamond White. Diamond, diamond White and Diamond Blush. Because I... I diamond I, Blush. Blush. Diamond I blush yeah, yeah. Yeah. Never no, I didn't drink that, but I grew... Because I grew up in a pub, oh, so I used to do the bottling up behind yeah, the bar, yeah. and it was just endless boxes of Diamond White. You would... And diamond White. Diamond White, diamond white and then lots of tonic water, little bottles of tonic diamond water. Diamond White, Bacardi Breeze. Bacardi, yeah. Oh, do you know what I used to do at university? Bacardi Breeze, Lambrini. Mix it together, Lambrisa. Lovely. Lambrisa? The most sugary thing you could drink... I don't oh. think it's alcohol that I enjoy. I think it's the sugar. sugar. <laughs> well, I used to drink, and this is this is horrible. I used to drink uh, Archers and Coke because somebody oh, somebody and it's, it's okay. lovely. Somebody gave it to me by accident because they'd misheard what I wanted, yeah. and it was really nice. I remember oh. distinctly it was a New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah, it was and good. My, it was really nice. I was ordering a probably a diamond white, and my friend was drinking um, Archers and lemonade, yeah. and she said, "Why are you drinking that?" And I said, oh, well, that's just what I drink. And she went, why don't you try this? And I remember, I can remember it now, like there's light turning on my head of going, but this is alcohol that tastes really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like I the mean, end of Arch it and Lemonade was basically the alcohol before alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it? Like, and it's very, it is sweet. Yeah. And I always think it makes me a bit angry, so I don't drink my it. It tastes, it tastes nice. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. People make with WKD Blue and is it port? And they call it a cheeky Oh, that sounds awful. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Can you, t- you can tell, listen, that we've not been drinking for a couple of weeks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We can talk oh, yeah. Oh, dear. But, okay. So, uh, I do like a good espresso, espresso martini. Oh, yeah. Yes. Let's mm. not. Oh. Anyway. Oh. Them. anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Polly, I'll tell you afterwards All what right. happened last time. Right. <laughs> oh, Moving so, on. Yeah, so back to uh, Khadija's study. So, yeah, so basically Khadija goes into... Because, obviously, by this point, the head is, like, you know, put two and two together herself. She's yeah. like, hang on. You know, Khadija was working in the library. Khadija's nicked the mucky the, pictures. The prints have gone <sighs> missing. So she goes in and Khadija basically admits to the head that she that she took them. Um, so this is where we learn for definite that yeah. she definitely took them. They definitely belong to the school. And um, we also learned that there were some issues with Aisha, her sister, that she ran away for a week. And yeah, and that Miss Hemingway wouldn't let her go on the pill. Yeah, so we kind of... And then, but basically... Nothing really comes of that. It's yeah. like we, that's it's a bit of exposition, basically, and that we learn that they all know these things about each other. Um, so now Lovejoy thinks, oh well, what about these pictures then? If yeah. School. So he takes them to um, an antique gun shop. Yeah, as, as you do with mucky pictures. Um, he's got a Welsh guy in charge called Taffy. Is he actually called that's Taffy? A, presumably his nickname because yeah. he's Welsh. So we're going all the way back to um, who is it? Okay, to give yeah, yeah. nicknames to and who isn't it? Uh. Uh, so the Welsh are fine, as I stated a couple of episodes ago. It's yeah. completely fine. Basically, he's trying to because basically now Lovejoy's trying to find out where these pictures have come from, because mm. um, he thinks that because she's been told him they're not from the school, and um, so he brings us to Taffy, and Taffy's like, "Where'd you get these from?" And he's like, "Where'd you get the money to to yeah. buy these?" Yeah, and he's, he's he says, "You're not paying rent at last, are you?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, which is quite a funny moment. But yeah, so basically they they just they don't really get anywhere with this. They're like, oh yeah, there's, he's like they're really nice pictures. That's oh, it. That's really? them coming to get the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And then and then Khadija comes back to Lovejoy again and brings in more pics. Yeah, like more prints of 
More fuseleys, I more, guess. More filth. Yeah. I've, ri- I've written down here, surely Lovejoy <laughs> would be done for kidnapping a teenage girl. Because at some point he, he sort of puts her in the back of his car and drives off. Yeah, he does. At one point he puts his daughter over his... Like in a yeah. fireman's lift. That was great. Khadija comes back and then like Lovejoy's like, what's going on here? And he go, follows her outside and the bloke from the car park is out there. Mm. Um, and then... They have a bit of an altercation. He's like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? And then at the same time, Susan turns up. Oh, oh, Poor Susan. Oh, we forgot about the car. Why is Lovejoy prioritising Khadija and not Vicky? I was obviously quite pissed off about this. So Susan turns up. And then basically they... I think Khadija and the bloke do go off. And then Susan turns up. And they decide Lovejoy and Susan and... Tinker? Eric. Eric? Tinker wasn't in this episode at all. Oh, no, Eric wasn't. decide to go to London because they're going to take the pictures to an auction house mm. which specialises, I guess, in filth. Here's it's a picture because I would have liked to have seen Tinker's reaction because one of the funniest things running through this whole episode was each person's reaction to the filth that we never saw. Maybe yeah, 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 yeah. This was shown Google at 8pm and yeah. you actually couldn't. I mean, Google it, but then... Clear your history. But at the time, people couldn't Google it, so people would genuinely just be like, "What? Are these? Oh my word! Yeah. It's all it's a, it's all a bit much." Channel isn't it? Five didn't exist. It's, it's it didn't not yet. <laughs> so it, a couple of years later, because the Spice Girls, or a few years later, because yeah. the Spice Girls opened Channel Five, didn't they? But um, yeah, it was all a bit. The the reactions. Eric was not impressed. No, he's oh, I love him so. Whereas um, uh, Lovejoy could see, but then Lovejoy was the guy who appreciated the anal fins, so he's, <laughs> you know. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. The anal thing. So, um, you know, but he, he appreciates that it's art. And is this it's the a depiction to of... have the conversation about, but is it art? Maybe. I, mean, I don't know. Pictures of people shagging. Well, of course it can be art, because art could be... The subject is not what makes it art, is it? You know, these were... I mean, ultimately, from a skill point of view, these were drawings that depicted the human form. They just did it in rather more detail than perhaps... Well, I suppose it goes back to not having the internet, doesn't it? If people wanted to look at mucky pictures, yeah. they had to be rich, they had to be able to buy them, they had to be able to um, not commandeer, that's not the right word. What's it called? Commission the artist yeah. to make them. And in Taffy's shop, he had the um, he had some Japanese, what's it called? Shunga? Shunga. Oh, I he went had to... had some a... of those, at, like, but you didn't, the, it wasn't close enough in on the camera. Oh, but they're I didn't very... even see them. I was pretty they're, sure. Yeah. They're, they're super they rude. I went to a... <laughs> They had an exhibition, was it at the British Museum a few years yeah, ago of those so. that I went to and it, they were the most um, uh, explicit yeah, pornographic really explicit. pictures. Yeah. And it is just, basically it is just porn and probably like in 60 years time people will be selling razzles. <laughs> so they go to London and they go to London in Susan's car because Miriam is still poorly. Oh, because I think we mentioned in the last episode Miriam is poorly. Yeah, Miriam's she's, well. she's still poorly. And so they, they drive to London in Susan's car and then Lovejoy kind of because he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to London anyway. Because she's arranged to meet the sofa beds, um, the, the Harrington Morses, the, the, the sofa hyphen beds um, <laughs> at the Savoy for tea. So and Lovejoy's like, well, I'm just going to borrow. We've got a few hours before we have to go to Savoy. I'm going to just uh, borrow we your car. You yeah. can get in a cab. And she's like, well, um, you better bring it to Savoy at three o'clock. Um, anyway, so then they go to the auction house, and Lovejoy basically trying to get information out from the auctioneer of like he's just stuffing notes in his pocket. Yeah, like... have you seen any prints? You know, have you seen any fuseleys? Who might be selling some fuseleys? And basically, Lovejoy finds out from the auction house that Taffy has been trying to yeah. sell these fuseleys, which presumably are the ones that Khadija bought but didn't the yeah. second time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and while they're in the auction house, there's obviously a brilliant <laughs> moment where. Um, yeah, I can't believe that this hadn't happened earlier. We're deep into series two. Finally, somebody accidentally bids on something at an auction. So he buys an Adonis statue for fifty pounds because he's basically pointed and gone, "What? What's that?" 
But interestingly, we do see. We do. We finally see that later on. Believe that. We'll talk about that at the end. So basically, buys a a, a dirty statue by accident, but only for fifty quid. So they they just yeah yeah they've got this statue. And then we go to suburbia. Yes. Are we, we going to somewhere that I feel Helen and I know quite well? I, I thought it could be Ambleside Avenue. It was Amb- well, it wasn't actually Ambleside oh, no. Avenue, but it was meant to be, wasn't we both it? Thought of, we both thought of Ambleside <laughs> Avenue. Did you come and see Cynthia Payne yes. when she talked? Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, so, listener, Helen and I both have stress and connections. We both saw Cynthia Payne talk a few years ago, and she was... She was brilliant, wasn't oh, she? Oh, she was so amazing. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what on earth we're talking about, Cynthia Payne was a... I was going to say notorious, not really the right word, is it famous? Madam who ran a brothel, but she deep wasn't in the notorious, heart, really. Suburbia. I'd say notorious. Yeah. Yeah. She just ran the brothel, like she wasn't actually a. She was the madam. She was a madam. She, she yeah. ran. Yeah, yeah. I think she had been a sex worker. Well, no, I know she had. She had been oh, a sex okay. worker around Victoria, hadn't she? And then yeah. she was like, this is really stupid. We should be in a house. We should be being paid properly. There should be childcare for people who've got kids. Yeah, Let's she made run it properly. Out of it. And then in the QA, I said to her, um, so Cynthia, would you say you're a feminist? Because I could see that she'd mm. done all this work yeah. for the girls around her to help them out. And she went, oh no, darling, I love men. No, <laughs> I was like, that's not what men. I meant. No. <laughs> no I'm not, I'm, men yeah. are probably my favourite thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, and did the men used to pay for the... Pay, pay for, <laughs> Their services of the ladies with luncheon vouchers. Yeah. That was what was quite and famous she, about it. Yeah, like almost like she was doing a public service for these kind of older gentlemen. Who, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yes, yeah, so, and this house that we then see in Lovejoy is very much, it, it even looks very similar to the actual house. So we basically we go to, and we find out that, so Taffy, so basically we find out that the guy, the dodgy guy who's been trying to get money out of Khadija is called Garner. Mm. And he's trying to sell, so he's now basically trying to cut out the middleman of Khadija and thought, okay, she's got these things that she's trying to flog for money. Why don't I just flog them and get the money? Yeah. So he's trying to sell them. So Taffy has put him onto a buyer who we meet, who is, which again, I didn't get this straight away. So you see how I was so confused. The buyer is the sofa bed guy, Mr. Mr. Sofa Harrington, bed. Mr. Sofa bed, Mr. Harrington Morse. And sorry, Tangent, who played Garner? He was someone... Yeah, he Probably was. I was like, but I didn't think it till right at the end, and it was something he did. Some it was sort of mannerism, this, it and was I was at like, this point, oh, I know it was you. At this point, I put he's someone. <laughs> he's, he's someone. But um, I don't know. Anyway, um, we'll look that up while we're talking. But yeah, so they they they're in this kind of like suburb, and it basically again, there's a dominatrix there. Yeah, and, and she's so, dressed as a headmistress. Yeah, <laughs> and um, Harrington Morse is being uh, you know dominated. Um, and basically, he se- he actually sells the. You sound right? so innocent them. when you say that. He's being uh, dominated, uh, as, as I believe one says. Um, <laughs> he's just popped around. Would you would you dominate to, me? Would you, would you mind dominating me? Um, <laughs> and, would, you, would you see your way clear to dominating me? <laughs> Aidan Gillett. What else has he been in? Yeah, I'm I feel like he's been in loads of things. We haven't had a lot of sort of guest stars recently. We had that yeah. little well, got Jean, of guest stars. We had Jean Kent. Oh, we did actually, to be fair, yes. Yeah, so. um, in the last episode. But mm. actually, I don't know whether people watching it even at the time would have made would the know connection. know who she was. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he's been in lots of things. He's been in Midsummer Murders, Father Brown... Inspector Lewis, Holby City. You've basically just seen his Casualty. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he's just been in lots of things, definitely. Um, but yeah, so, and then he actually he actually sells them, right? He sells them to Mr. Harrington Morse. I think he does, yeah. Yeah, because... And then Lovejoy and Eric are following Garner, because by this point, 
they've they, realised. They've realised and they found him, obviously, and they know him anyway because he came to the thing. But then I, I couldn't really... I was like, why are they following him? Because he sold the stuff. Oh, so they see him coming out of the suburban house and they follow him, but it's like, well, but he sold the things now. But I guess they don't know that. They don't know, know that. that, I guess. Um, and then is that when we go to the garden? So we go, to a, shop, we go to a shopping centre. Garner goes to meet... <laughs> Let me read, Garner goes to meet Khadija in a shopping centre. Maybe it's just the place to meet. But why does he do that? We used to always meet each other in... Well, well, uh, yeah, I suppose so. Like, you'd go shopping, wouldn't you? But... When I was a teenager. So is girl, he basically so. going to her to say... I've sold them, it's alright, I've got money now. You... And that's thing, basically, this... He has to give her the thing that he's been keeping. Because she, basically, this now, Khadija needs to we get realise that, that she's being blackmailed, but, but, but we, we don't, don't realise this at this point. Yeah, we don't know. I think we're starting to suspect it has something to do with her sister, because, so her sister, I made, I made a, um, a really sort of cliche, and uh, I, I made an assumption that was the wrong assumption when she was talking about her sister getting married. I was mm. wondering if it was a forced marriage or something yeah, of some yeah. sort. I think I've and that did it was, that I made as well. a sort of cultural assumption yeah. that was perhaps almost slightly offensive on my part because I thought it would be something to do with that. Yeah, like she didn't really want to get yeah, married. Yeah, and, and I think she, I she thought... was trying to get her out of the marriage, and that wasn't the case. And I think when they'd mentioned earlier about her going away for a week, I thought. Oh, maybe she was trying to get married then, and she loved someone, and it yeah. didn't work. Oh, whatever. So I did the same thing. It's all. It's basically. I was. Yeah. I mean, I was just confused. I mean, some of it was my fault for not recognizing who people were. Mm. But some of it was because it was just a bit confusing. Like it wasn't that. Clear. I actually wasn't confused in this episode. Oh, I was extremely confused. Um, so yeah, then we. So anyway, we don't really know what's happening with Garner and Khadija. But then it's fine because we see Vicky and her friend in the garden drinking champagne and talking about brass. Yeah, have you seen, oh, the, docu- have you seen the documentary? No, but I need to watch it. Oh, Why it's, has it's this really become a cult thing? Because you've got to just, watch it. Yeah. Just so it's weird. Completely. I mean, bollocks. I knew that someone said, me, some, someone said to me like, "It's like Spinal Tap." It with, is. Oh, but real, real. Yeah, though, is it, it real? is. It's incredibly yes, strange. I find it quite upsetting. But the person I was watching with found it hilarious. So I guess it depends on how sensitive you're feeling at the time that you watch it. I mean, if I you're don't, feeling a bit low, don't. But I don't, I don't have any point. kind of uh, investment in bros. Well, I so. don't. I mean, it's uh, bros is just ever so slightly too old for me. Yeah, just a tiny, tiny bit. But they yeah. were having the conversation that we were just having earlier about. Oh, who do you like? Who and and. Um, Except that they liked contemporary people and not the Beatles and the Clash, <laughs> which is what yes. we've just discussed. Well, we are nerds. We've got a podcast yeah, about love joy. So yeah, let's, yeah. let's work that one out. Um, and they talk about the cult. Did they mean the Blue Oyster cult? Or were they like not allowed to say the cure? I don't. I didn't understand don't who know. the cult were. It was the band. Yeah, and I was kind of like, I should know this. I worked in a record shop. I thought there'd be a band called the Cult. Um, and we're they were talking about getting their ears furiously pierced. googling. The Cult is a rock band. Yeah, the Cult. Oh, I take it back. Oh no, that's embarrassing. My rock credentials mm. in the bin. But they're they're a bit old though, because nineteen eighty four. Are they from Bradford? I didn't know that. I should have known that. <laughs> I don't even know who they are. Have they got a lot of piercings? They look a bit like the band in an episode a few Holy crap. weeks ago. Um, but I, I I don't know why they would like the Cult because the Cult were. No, I, I reckon they meant Blue Oyster. Nineteen eighty four. But they're, they're active nineteen eighty three to nineteen ninety five. Oh yeah, yeah. Still active. Seems but a bit, also, like, um, the first six years of them might have been them not being very successful and just playing. Exactly. Real that's rocks. what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> bands can take like ten years to just yeah. be successful. I I think that 
I think it fits then. Um, so yeah, they're drinking. So bearing in mind, they're how old are they? Seventeen. So they're drinking champagne. They're perfect on the gardener. What's gone wrong in my life? I think they're meant to be a bit younger than that. I think they're meant to be like fifteen. Because oh, they're the year below Cadiz, yeah. aren't they? So I think they're meant to be yeah, fifteen or they're... sixteen, maybe a maximum. Yeah. And I love it. I love the fact that they're just in the garden. Like, oh, that's so what I used to do. Not the champagne, but like smoking. sit around and drinking smoking. and smoking and perving on men. That's what I used to do when I was fifteen or sixteen. And I kind of liked it because I feel like now you know sometimes that's seen as like something that teenage girls shouldn't be doing or that you wouldn't yeah. show on TV or something but it's quite normal yeah yeah I think it's that's the bit that you've got to do so that when you're a bit older you're not doing it for the first time I feel time like I I feel like I missed out though that they're in the garden kind of drinking champagne yeah. on a garden I was at the I was at the bus stop drinking I was like, yeah <laughs> I was sitting on the wall of a petrol station sharing a cigarette with two oh. other people yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I miss do you know what I really really miss house parties Aren't they great? When someone's yeah. parents are yeah. like, all oh, round to mine. Yeah. Oh, they were oh, the best. So much good fun. So they're in the garden drinking champagne having a lovely time. In the meantime, so Lovejoy and Eric have been following Ghana. They see him meet Khadija at the shopping centre. And then they, they instead of getting, they decide to like get Khadija, like you say, like kidnap her. Yeah. They bundle her into the car. I guess they're trying to like protect her. They, they recognise that yeah. she's, she's in a dodgy situation. They're trying to get her out of it. So they get Khadija. Then they go round to... The house where Vicky is, and get Wait, and get her out. Which of there is as well. the sofa oh, bed's house. Which is the sofa bed's house. And so, so Lovejoy's like, get out of the house. I know what that the man of the house is like. You oh, need yeah. to just not be in there. And that's when he gives her. He just literally picks her. Out. I mean, she is his daughter. Fair enough. And, Vicky, and interesting though, Vicky barely protested. Like no, it's almost like she was like, oh well. This is I what trust my dad. This is what happens. <laughs> so like, did he really need to do the fireman's if? Because she was just like, all right then. And then, so they're all in the car. Lovejoy, Eric, Khadija, and Vicky. And in the meantime, Miss Hemingway has gone into Khadija's study because obviously Khadija's gone, got missing. Yeah. And Found finds Lovejoy's Love card. So she now knows where Lovejoy is. So she turns up at Lovejoy's place. And so it everyone's sped there. up a bit at this point. Yeah. Everyone's and also everyone's like remarkably calm. Like you know, she doesn't seem that annoyed that he's basically kidnapped Khadija. And everyone's just kind of like, oh. And that's when she reveals that. So, and I actually, the school was called Baden Side. I did that's right. Baden Side. Yeah. She reveals that the, that yeah, okay, the prints were from the school, and it was founded by a collector of. Which is a most scandal. Victorian gentleman, yeah, aren't absolutely. Mm. We well, used to have it on like your wallpaper, didn't you? There were, there were rooms that <laughs> oh, not me personally, oh, did they? But, but there were, yeah. You could get. I've been to. I can't think where it was, and it might have been in France actually, but some big country house where they had it was either wallpaper or tiles, but it was one of the bathrooms had this Whoa. sort of erotica <laughs> oh, on the so... the pattern on the wallpaper was this sort of yeah yeah. yeah. It was a big, big thing in in Victorian yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Europe, generally. Mm. So, so Hemingway, Mrs. Hemingway turns up to the Lovejoy's cottage and reveals that why these prints are around, and then expels Vicky. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really understand that. Can't remember. What, can't really realise. Maybe like, really she remember. just thought, what? do you know what? He's obviously not going to yeah. pay the fees. I've had either, enough of this. So yeah. just yeah. get lost. And then Khadija's off. With Susan, it's. I mean, I just basically at this point, I was like, "What is happening?" I literally have no I feel idea. Like I was like, first watching it, Susan, but now I've got confused. Susan just sort of played along as if to go, "Oh God, now this is why this yeah. wasn't never going to work." Now I remember why I got. Divorced. And then, and then, Lovejoy and Eric somehow find out where Ghana works, and we find out that he's a chemist. He's a chemist, isn't he? And they break into his chemists, and they find a file on Aisha. Yeah, they find her medical records. They find her medical records. Basically. So, they, so again, I, like all of this, I was like, "What's happening?" Like, should we say what was on the medical records? Yeah. And, and so basically, what, what it revealed. showed was 
because Miss Hemingway didn't let Aisha go on the pill, she then got pregnant and she had an abortion, and that's what was on this paperwork. I think it was even that. I think it was just the fact that she had a positive pregnancy test was on his record. Oh, mm-hmm. was it? Yeah. She had, he was well, just the he, chemist. But Miss Hemingway knew she hadn't had a baby, so she could have figured she did, that one out. She did, <laughs> no, no, yeah, sorry, she did have an abortion, because this is the bit yes. where my husband was of the opinion this was the BBC trying to present a balanced view, because <laughs> Aisha said, and I had an abortion, which was awful. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, you think it, 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 it is awful. awful. That she just meant it was awful because it's not a nice thing to no, no, go no. through, like, not, rather than yeah. it's a terrible thing that no one should. But then do. that suddenly made. Oh no, no, made... I didn't mean that. But I mean they were trying to show. Yeah. Not that, and I had an abortion. Oh, I see, yeah, as yeah. in they were trying yeah. to show a balanced view. Yeah. Of, I, felt, yeah. I felt at that the point. That's, yeah, yeah. that's when everything kind of clicked in my head, and I was like, oh, of course, because she's getting married. Yeah. And she wouldn't want if she hasn't told this person that this has happened, then she definitely doesn't want them. He to He thinks find she's out. a virgin. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like a traditional, like big Indian thing. Like if you were Catholic and getting married and that had happened, you'd be, be in thrilled. the same situation, oh, yeah, wouldn't you? you? Especially yeah. if you were from very posh. If it was posh, so because people get people in the whole way through Lovejoy have been embarrassed about having to sell things in their house, yeah, which is like not as <laughs> not that embarrassing really. or difficult as your yeah. sex life. You know, Lovejoy and Eric break into the chemist. They steal the record so that Garner cannot blackmail. Yeah. Um, Aisha anymore but we don't actually know this at the time so we just see them stealing this thing I mean if you're me you're watching it going why are they stealing her medical records and then in the meantime um, they try and they think how can we get Taffy and Garner who've been trying to Mm. and so basically Lovejoy gets Lady Jane to phone up Taffy oh, pretending yeah, so that she, she wants to buy all of the once again oh, made the whole collection for her husband and she but I love what she says she initially she won't do it she's yeah. like no I'm not doing that you know what am I supposed to do phone up and say Lady Jane Felsham is at home to hot smut <laughs> yeah I've written that down home to hot smut <laughs> but she does do it because she'll do anything for Lovejoy including um, pre- pretending she wants to buy hot smut yeah so <laughs> So basically, she arranges to meet them to look at the, you know, um, the the etchings, and and so and then Lovejoy and Eric turn up and kind of ambush Taffy and Garner, um, and sort of get them. But again, I was like, well, what are they going to do with them? <sighs> anyway, like I just didn't understand them. Yeah, I suppose the police weren't involved at all <laughs> no. in this episode, were they? There, there was no kind of authority that Taffy and Garner. Well, Taffy doesn't need to answer to anyone, but Garner kind of does. Yeah, and he just gets kind of tonked on the head. Yeah. So, so anyway, they 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 grab the the print, the, all the drawings back from Taffy and Garner, and then just run off today. Yeah, well, yeah. And then Miss Hemingway's like, "Oh, okay, Vicky can come back to school, and maybe you can do some work, and then therefore the fees are not yeah. wiped but balanced." Yeah, Vicky gets unexpelled, which I'm not sure. And Vicky's furious about it. She's like, "Oh God, I really want to be expelled." She doesn't recognise how lucky she is. No, exactly. so they, t- they, so they turn. Yeah, so Eric takes the books back to the school, the drawings, and Hemingway does accept them. She's like, okay, you know now that they're mine. And but she she looks at them. She's like, this one missing, and she knows straight away. So I'm like, how well does she know? Yeah, this she obviously yeah. she obviously she enjoys knows, this collection. She has looked at it many times. In the mistress's study, in the mistress's immediately she looks at. it, She's like, this one missing. Like she looks like that. So she mm. she's very familiar, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> Well, you know, you you got to have a hobby. And then, and, then, <laughs> and then I've written, they follow Khadija to Cambridge. But anyway, that's, that's where, where Aisha is. That's where it? Aisha she's is. Oh, that's right. She's studying yeah. at Cambridge. And that's where we find out. So then they eventually reveal the whole the thing that we're just discussing, that she had a positive pregnancy test. Ghana's been um, 
blackmailing her with that result. Again, though, you don't think that would get him very far. I mean, okay, he might manage to blackmail her, but he would presumably then be done for breaching someone's medical records, yeah. even in the 90s. Yeah. And it would so obviously be him, yeah. even if he just sold yeah. them to a paper. You know, it's Maybe not... he felt that because they were still quite young women, he could just... Do it. Uh, maybe that's the misogyny of the week this week. Yeah, yeah it's true actually. And then Garner turns up while they're all discussing this, and Eric lamps him. <laughs> yeah. And then Lovejoy says, and then Garner's like, "Well, I don't care because I'm fine. If you're not going to give me money, I'm going to reveal this secret." And then Eric, Lovejoy's like, "What? Oh, this secret?" And then and he de- holds it in his hand, like, "Put it away." He and then like, grab it back. and then destroys it. And then so obviously she can't. And then I don't know. I just was like, I don't understand. And then, as you say, Vicky gets unexpelled. Lovejoy gets a job at the school. I think cataloging yeah, the books in the library. library out. Um, and and then they and Sue and Susan. Susan touches Lovejoy's face very tenderly. He does actually. It surprised me how tender their relationship yeah. was. He she kisses him on the lips quite a few times, and yeah, she yeah. instigates it. Yeah, you know. Mm. But then also because like Garner doesn't. So he gets lamped, and he doesn't get to blackmail people anymore. But then he just he just sort of slopes off miserably. But, well, no, but even even better than that for him, he's discovered a new fount of blackmail because he knows now where this suburban dominatrix house is. Yeah. So they, he then yeah. goes to the dominatrix house, photographs Mr. Sofa Bed coming oh, out of there. Oh, and, black, and blackmails him and so he's got his new racket. It's like a guy who yeah. just, so just like moves on to the next thing. Addicted to blackmail. So he yeah. doesn't even horrible man. He doesn't get his come up at all. Really. He's no. a pharmacist. Surely he's making plenty of money. I anyway. think so, wouldn't you? Um, and then at the very end, lovely... <laughs> No, Joe gives Susan a little gift. The the statue that Eric accidentally bit oh on. Oh my word, and we did I see it. I could not believe that they showed this, but maybe because uh, it was so comical. It was. It was so, it was, so over the top, so over wasn't the top. it? Yeah. But. So... <laughs> Also, isn't it true? Isn't it true though that there's there used to be some rule about how erect a penis was allowed yeah, to be like to, to be shown? Just and just so you know, listener, the statue was rather priapic. Is that what? Yes, and with I'd an extremely say, large appendage. I'd just say rather <laughs> uncomfortable for that. I mean, if. if, if <laughs> That, that that is surely a medical problem. However, that would it looks some kind like of intervention. Quite a useful statuette because you, you could hand, use the thing. You could put your rings on, on the necklaces. And means the penis. <laughs> it's want to say massive penis, wang. <laughs> you could use its massive wang to store your jewelry. Yeah, so it rings on it. Generally, what you use them for, anyway, isn't it? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was so. It really, sh- it did shock me. It did shock me that she unwrapped this statuette and it just had you a massive hard on. You understand Eric's reaction when he accidentally yeah. bought it going, what the oh, hell, hell is that? that? Oh. Um, and yeah, and that was the end. So I mean, it was like, think. you know, no one really, I mean, okay, yeah, Vicky didn't have to leave the school. Lodger didn't have to pay the fees. He got a job doing, earning some money. Miss Hemingway... Got her saved the reputation. Did, did we find out what happened to the missing ones that she didn't get back? Someone kept some somewhere along the way. I, can't we, I, I don't remember. I, I think, think we find stopped out. caring. Maybe I don't think we find out who that was. I don't know. I just, oh, I don't know. I was confused by the whole thing. Mark, Mark, your marks out of ten are low. Yes, I think they are. I really enjoyed it, but I'm not sure. But now I, we've recounted it, I'm I, like, hang I, on. I, I loved loads of so things much. about it. I loved the portrayal. I thought there was such a realistic portrayal of teenage girls and yeah. how they behave. Posh teenage girls. And like, really, it wasn't trying to like stand up, make them seem like they were good and pure somehow because they were oh, young. Oh no, they, they definitely were, they were, they were good, good and, and pure. pure. Drinking and perving on the gardener and I quite liked it. And I wonder if you see less of that now. That thing mm. from a girls' school as well where you just perv on any available <laughs> male. Because for us, it was, because I was at an all-girls school. Did you both go to an all-girls school? 
Jesus I went Christ. to an all, I went to an all girls school, um, and then I went to my posh school. Yeah. But before that was at an all girls. It was like a, a grammar school. Go yeah. on then. What's your What's your mark? Oh, and your we interrupted I just, you. I, say, I really liked. I really liked the the girls. Realistic portrayal yeah. of teenage girls. I thought it was quite a, it was quite a funny story like about the erotic prince that we never saw we just saw yes. everyone's reaction that was quite <laughs> that was very funny yeah, and there were some really nice elements to it and like the relationship with, between Lovejoy and Susan and Lovejoy's daughter but I, it was the plot mm. that I just could and you know how what I'm like when I can't understand what's going on I just get really frustrated so I was just was like I don't understand I don't understand so I think for that reason and because the disgusting Ghana just goes on to blackmail more people and that's yeah. okay I, I, I yeah can't... no one got their comeuppance yeah. did they really um, I'm just gonna I think oh marks out of 10 oh oh gosh it's a tricky one because some things I loved and some things I really I'm gonna go for 5 yeah there you go straight down in the, the middle, middle. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a solid 6 uh, because I did just love when ever anybody looked at the prince and the reaction the fact that we didn't see him was really was yeah. funny even yeah. though the reason for not showing them was probably more you know the sensibilities of the BBC yeah. Um, so yeah yeah solid six yeah and I'm, I'm going to go seven because well one because I always score highly but I'm going to say at least three and a half points of that is Eric's joke about Chuck Berry and I thought Eric was great and I really I thought his chats with Vicky we didn't really talk about that yeah, as, yeah. as oh, much it was lovely, wasn't but it? it just as a sort of mentor it, figure it was, it was really, really sweet interesting that class thing and I I really care about Eric I've got a real well you know I've got a real soft spot for him and I just thought it, his character was really there was there's lots of nice stuff in this episode with Eric and I really appreciated that. And I also liked him accidentally bidding on the yeah, that was statue yeah, that with was the massive card on. <laughs> that was funny. So what's your antique of the week? Well, I want that statue. Yeah, so I so think it I. would be handy for Me too. For jewellery storage. We want the, the massive cock. <laughs> That's basically That's what, what we'd we like. <laughs> yeah. In statue form. What else? It was what? small. Form. I mean, as in the statue was small, so the cock was large, but... Only in, in reality, it was probably the, only about 10 centimetres long because oh. the statue was small. Uh, that would be our antique. Let's move on. What did we learn? Well, we obviously we learned a lot about Lovejoy's relationship with Susan. Yeah. Actually, they do actually quite get on. Yeah, that was and nice. And that was lovely. And also that, yeah, Lovejoy obviously had this kind of quite well-off, well-to-do sort of, you know, he's married to a quite... She was very sort of posh, wasn't posh she? Posh lady. His daughter goes to private school, so he's kind of in that world. You know, mm. He's going to the parents' day and mixing in this world. But then he also is in this, his world of antiques and dodgy deals and hanging out yeah. with Eric and Tinker. And I find it interesting that he's got these kind of... Well, at one point, didn't, was it Miss Hemingway called him a rag and bone man? Yeah. And I would have been like, a little bit offended on his behalf. Mm. And like, well, come on. That's not... Yeah. Um... I think I just I enjoyed learning more about Eric and that he really does want he's he's not had the breaks to go and get the education that he obviously wants and I really like yeah, that. Yeah, no, that was nice. What about you? Um, I think yeah, learning about his relationship with Susan and how tender it was. We're learning he had a type. We've learned that. He oh had yes, a type. yes, we've definitely learned yeah. that, haven't we? Um, I haven't learned anything from a sort of moral perspective. <laughs> no, well, I don't think any of us great, could from yeah, this episode. But, uh, it wasn't the most moral of episodes. No, as well. Like, if you can blackmail someone, then go for it. I guess. I guess we've learned not to show uh, your surprise in an auction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still think it's hilarious that that hasn't happened already. Accidentally buy a giant wang. Yeah, this is why I don't. I, I, this is why I'm nervous about any auctions that we yeah. might go to. We should go to one. I, I am the one of trip. the three of us who yeah, is most likely to go. You really <gasps> oh are. my god! You really are. <laughs> and point. So yeah. that's so that's it. I think. Are we yeah. Done? Why was it called sugar and spice? And all things, all nice. things nice. That's girls, what little girls, girls are made, made of. of. I'm such a knob. <laughs>
Right. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.